Hello, welcome to BG Empire episode 36. This is your host, Brett Elston, along with three guests. Name yourselves. <laughs> At once. Three. Henry Gilbert. Two, we'll Margaret. Okay, now, one at a time, but in Espanol. Uh, Cristobal okay. Antista. Uh, Enrique Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert. Miguel Green. Yeah. Miguel Green. Yeah. All right, uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> That's it. Uh, this is so this episode is all about F Zero, not yes. not uh, not GXAX, which is my jam. Uh-huh. Uh, I think F Zero GX is one of the best games ever. Mm-hmm. But there's enough music in that game to fill a whole episode. Oh wait, that out- soundtrack is ridiculous, right? It's like two tracks. discs. It's two discs. Uh, we'll well, whole, amuse me with she knows what they're doing. Whole other episode. Uh, this episode is about where it all started. So this is the song bringing in is the title screen to the original F-Zero for Super NES. Uh. And then we'll go into some N64 and GBA stuff a little later. But uh, yeah, that song bringing is in uh, just really reminds me of the Super NES launch. Like it was yeah. Mario World, F-Zero, Pilot Wings. That's it. And F-Zero, Pilot... Well, Super, <laughs> R- Super R-Type and Actraiser were very close as well. And I'm sure Bill Embiid's Combat Basketball was in Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, and Final Fantasy II, also not far off. Nor was mm. Super Castlevania four. Uh, point is, Super NES had one of the best launches of all time. Yeah. It is the best system. It's my yeah. favorite. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, agreed. though, but just do you think the Wii U just came out? No. <laughs> is, is that whole, but seriously, is that launch going to be like somebody's Super Nintendo launch? Like, impossible. I Man, don't they don't have launches so. with like Nintendo Land and. Uh, it's impossible. And Zombie U anymore. And ports of old other games. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Super NES launch is. To this day, one of the like is my favorite. It's pretty good. It's my favorite. Like, there's within, even when you go into, and and here's the thing if you go into launch window, it is unassailably the best. Mm -hmm. Like, Uh Mm -hmm. if you talk about what you could buy on day one, pretty strong. You do that, like, well, what about through December? Uh, Shut up and get out of here because (laughs) there's nothing better than this. Uh, Anyway, among those games was F Zero. Yeah. So, F Zero, everyone. It derives its name from F1 Racing Mm -hmm. and it is. A zero G take on uh, tracks floating a mile oh, up in the sky. I never knew that. Really? Yeah. Also, interesting uh, race point. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh huh. It works down faster. So F Formula Two, Formula Three, Formula One is the fastest. Oh, really? So mm. if you want to think about mm. that way, I Formula did not know zero that would technically be the fastest. I heard well, my Chris, dad you... is like F negative six. That's and, pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for Chris to tell something that Michael Grimm didn't know, so we had to complete the. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, the 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 mile high track. I didn't know what that was either until like when you fall off the track and you see like, oh, that's just a city Uh street down there, horribly rendered in mode seven graphics. Though it was created (laughs) because they, yeah, because of mode seven. They're like, we got to show off this mode seven. Show how you can rotate sprites and how this is fake 3D. You know, uh, before polygons and all that. Yeah, it was all it was. It and Pilot Wings were this big showcase of Mode Seven, which mm-hmm. was this, the rotation and scaling effects that are emblematic of the Super NES. And it was uh, sort of in Super Mario World as well. Sort of, yeah. Really, those two. Anything that went wow, 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 that was probably Mode Seven. Um, but this game was like a system seller to me right away. Obviously, Mario World was you know that was 1991, so my Mario fandom was. Pretty skyrocketing, but you were right? gonna get it because it was a packet anyway. Like, yeah, that was a, that was a definite. <laughs> the last time a Mario came back, yeah, that's yeah. really weird. Um, unless that game couldn't tide you over until December, you had something wrong. Yeah, well, unless you count Mario's Tennis for Virtual Boy, and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, F Zero, like, so, com- like, very smooth, crisp graphics, like, absolutely, like, complete clarity when you're racing very quickly. And it had rubber banding AI, of course. And there were, the bit was there was only really four characters. There was uh, uh, Samurai Goro, Captain Piccolo, Falcon, Doctor Stewart, and Pico. Mm. Um, uh. And they each had their own uh, hovercraft cars that, mm-hmm. that hover exactly one foot off the ground and go screaming at like two thousand kilometers an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember the names of all their cars? Obviously, no. Captain Falcon drove the Falcon Blue Mobile. Samurai, the Blue Falcon. God. <laughs> the the friend. Uh you know I forgot most of them too. So it's <laughs> I, well, I mean, I I actually have played like into the series, and when you get in like X and GX, there are like seventy. Oh, cards. there's like thirty or forty characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nash get, Rambler. That was. Na- <laughs> <laughs> uh, was well, the- there's some great names coming up. Don't you worry. Okay. Uh, no, Captain Falcon uh, was the Blue Falcon. Doctor Stewart was the Golden Fox. Blue Falcon. Pico was the Wild Goose. 
and <laughs> Samurai, Samurai Goro was uh, the Fire Stingray. Huh. If you remember that, and they each had their own bit. Like the Wild mm. Goose was more durable, so when you run up against the edges and the energy barriers that damage you, it took less damage, but he regenerated slower. Whereas Samurai Goro, was... so it was like the Butterfinger Jet Wave or Jet Moto. <laughs> Butterfinger Jet Wave sounds delicious. Uh, Butterfinger Jet Moto. I was, was a Mountain Dew. One. I was a Mountain Dew person. In Jet Moto. <laughs> um, yeah, so yes. it's finest. You not play Jet Moto? I did. There were barely. four classes of, of Jet yeah. Motos, and they were all sponsored. Oh my yeah. god! So you yeah, go with Butterfinger, Mountain, Butterfinger Dew. Mountain Dew, and that sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah. uh, People think it's like just now it's the Doritos Gate, but this Sony, is... Sony built a franchise yeah. out of the gate. On that's great, uh, and we—that's why we still remember to this day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the soundtrack, uh, the composer is Yumiko Kankai, which oh, is a lady composer. What? Not common in the games in the game sphere. So uh-huh. uh, obviously, we talked about a lot of about uh, Michiru Yamane, who was Castlevania in the, in the Rock Block from October that we went through, uh-huh. and Yuzo and uh, Yoko Shimomura. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, this is, uh, again, Yumiko Kankai, along with Naoto Ishida, who would come back and do uh, Maximum Velocity music, which is the GBA. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Kanki would uh, come back for F-Zero X, which we'll get into a little later. I think, anyway? Anyway. Can I just say that Mute City please? is the best name for anything ever? It's pretty great. Mute City uh, is just an awesome, it's quite <laughs> an awesome name. I don't even know how what that means. Like, I, I'm this... trying to think of another button on my remote that I don't use that Mute I can name a city, city. after. So, like, <laughs> again, the bit is like, so Earth finally comes in contact with alien races, and then we establish Literally. all this, we establish all this trade and crap, and then we make this races <laughs> as like a show of good faith, and so now there's all these crazy races up in the sky with all this new technology. That's how you get Pico, who's one of the aliens, and blah, blah, blah. Would you say they're wacky races? Yes. They're not wacky. These are, these are deadly serious. Okay. <laughs> my, my but much like, you know, any good Nintendo franchise... The first game introduces a series of themes that would be used in every game after that. Yes. Uh, so we'll go into a few songs right away. Uh, Big Blue, which is, again, one of the most remixed songs. It's one of my favorites from the game. That stage is really cool. And it you know, shows up in Smash Brothers. It shows up in... Like, it's all over the place. Red Canyon and then also Silence, which is was my ringtone for a long time mm. because it just has... Well, one, I just thought it was funny as a kid that... A track called Silence had music. <laughs> and why was it called Silence? There's just this mysterious thing mm. about it. We're like, why is this place called Silence? And it's not silent. Like, it's just, even as a, a 10 year old, I was challenging myself. Like, is this art or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Is this that thing I've heard of called art? Am I smarter now? <laughs> Am I George Bush all of a sudden? Uh, so Will we'll Ferrell, go- please. What? Will Ferrell's George Bush. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll do those three songs and be back.
UN fat blowing into its <laughs> right now. Uh, that's one of the best UN squadron things. No, the, like th- again, the thing that all those is like the foot pedal, like the the drums, and then mm-hmm. the bass guitar. Just all of it, just like there's actual, like just actual a lot of thought put into these songs, and it's great racing music. Mm-hmm. It's a game where you're moving at an insane speed all the time, and so to have this music like back it up so well uh, really that's why it stuck out and that's why people still remix and talk about these songs today well it's a good a good early use of Sony's sound chip on that Super NES yes so. designed by Ken Kutaragi or, yep. or at least headed up by that um, in secret in, he, he, I looked into that recently he developed it in secret first because he was like I want Sony to start working with game companies and then mm. A little bit after he started working into it, he finally presented it to his bosses. They're like, how dare you do this without our okay? But we'll, we'll go in for it, sure. We'll allow it. <laughs> uh, well, that seems to happen a lot with that kind of development. Is So I spent 40 grand making this thing, and I didn't tell anyone. Well, I guess we have to use it now. Yeah, I read, a, I read, a, I read this really uh, interesting article about how engineers have so much power at Sony, that's what's causing a lot of their problems now. Mm. But uh, oh, Interesting. Also, I have a Funny Mode 7 story, too. It better Sweet. be. That's uh, not that funny. Oh, come but, on. Uh, all right, so recently, well, not recently, but this year I finally got to interview uh, Takeshi Tezuka, the, nice. one of the long-time grand, like, forefathers of Nintendo. Right. Uh, and so we, I asked him something about the Wii U, and he was talking about how they always use you know, the new technology to build stuff. And he's like, like when we got the Super NES with the, um, oh, the, uh, that one thing. And I go like, Mode 7? And then he just hears me say Mode 7. He, I was talking through a translator. If I say Mode 7, he's like, ah, yeah, Mode 7, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I felt so proud of myself awesome. that I, I was able to. <laughs> they did a great job. That, that the guy who pioneered it forgot about it. If you remember. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, okay, this guy... Takeshi Tezuka, uh, he's he's like the genius behind the real genius behind all the great Super Mario games. Plus, mm-hmm. he was the director on like multiple Zelda games yeah. too. Yeah. Like he's nobody. Everybody gives Miyamoto all this credit, and he's but they have the Miyamoto and him have the senpai kohai relationship where he <laughs> so he just kind of defers to Miyamoto as the as the genius anyway because he's the he's the boss you know right. it's so yeah, hard I, to remember japanese names i mean us americans can only remember like one on that note i just i looked this thing up i hadn't actually seen this quote before um it's from an old interview with like entertainment weekly with, from uh, conducted by jeff Keeley with shigeru miyamoto and Keeley asks uh, you've had great success in your ability to predict what players will find fun to play had there ever been games that you thought would be fun to play that didn't turn out that way uh, Miyamoto responds, yes, this has definitely happened. In the past, we've worked with some outside development houses on titles like F-Zero and Star Fox. And let me just say, we were disappointed in those results. This is, Miyamoto I, is so wrong there. He's talking wow. about F-Zero GX. And I he think is wrong. Specific, well, I think he's talking about Namco. <laughs> he's okay, yes. him under the bus specifically. Uh, Star Fox uh, and I was linked to this wasn't by, that great. But, and I was, linked to, I was yeah, actually reading true. that specifically because it looked like it was from an article, Miyamoto hates F-Zero. Because, right, of course. And then, like, <laughs> that's not what he said. So that's the other thing is F-Zero has not had a game since 2004, which was GP Legend. Climax? Which, well, Climax was a Japanese-only game, but mm. we'll get into that later in the show. Not a, right after you're... we play more songs from the first F-Zero for <laughs> yeah, Super Chris, Nintendo. Which, you're messing this up. Which was, ni- which was, which was 1991. Uh, this, this, again, Super NES launch, and again, yeah, this, this series is just really em- emblematic of the, those first moments of the Super NES, and it... It was the kind of thing that you could only get, like, it was, what's that word I'm looking for? Uh, when you buy things and it makes you feel better. Uh, Capitalism. N- yes, but the opposite of buyer's, buyer's remorse, remorse, the opposite of that, justification. Buyer's pleasure. Consumer's revenge. 
<laughs> the Empire Strikes Consumer. A justification says right. something like that. I know that. what you're talking. I do it. Schadenfreude. I do it literally every week. Okay. <laughs> I've made myself miserable for six and a half days. I'm going to go to Best Buy. What's on sale? Well, Twenty One no, Jump Street. You mean Let's it justifies it. your launch purchase? Yes. There's a Super thing NES. that when you oh, buy it, you feel justified. Neogaf. <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't. What is happening? Uh, but it, like playing that as a kid was like this was not possible on my Nintendo. Oh, this definitely. is impossible on the Genesis that my friend has. At least at the time, like, they kind of approximated that effect later, but still not right. Uh, but that's why F Zero, and again, pi- same thing with Pilot Wings. Purchase affirming. Yes, there you go. Life affirming, I would even say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll go into Port Town, which is really really good, uh, and Mute City, which is kind of the yep. de facto F Zero theme, if you will. And then I want to just play the ending theme to F Zero One, and we'll be.
<laughs> this is the music I, in my mind, the Ghostbusters walk the Statue of Liberty down the street to. <laughs> With an NES advantage. It seems impossible. Yes. Um, man, but no, that, that Mute City, though, it really is just like, as soon as it comes on, you're like, this is... I know it's iconic and it's cliche, but it's it's well known for a reason. It's really, really, really good. Yeah, and again, yeah. every time I listen to cla- like really good Super NES music, and just mm. like the Genesis, Super NES has some tropes that'll fall into, like, the trumpet fanfare. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's very easy to go, <laughs> I prefer that trope to clang, clang, beer, beer, beer. Yeah. Oh, Genesis. Yeah. 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 What was the thing yeah. we, we... I'm we, on board with Henry. We mocked <laughs> earlier today about Mario music. The new Mario music that we're sick of wah, tired of the, wah, bom, the bom, bom, bom. yeah I don't want to hear that anymore. and all the characters Whatever's dance instrument and, that is uh, the, the, it's like the it's like this the orc synth hit the orchestra <laughs> synth hit but if it yeah. was just you know like, Galaxy doesn't need that music because it has full orchestral soundtrack well, the, galaxy, <laughs> the Galaxy soundtrack Gutsy is, Garden I could talk uh, we gotta do a Galaxy we should do a Galaxy <laughs> the purple coin music is so good in Galaxy One it's mm-hmm. like straight up like. Jerry Goldsmith's Star Trek score. It's so good. Uh, <sighs> yes. But that's F Zero One. Have you had any closing thoughts on F Zero One? Uh, just all around wonderful game. Mm, yes. Uh, well, it's one of those I don't l- think I've ever seen the ending though. Uh, I mean, it's, it's so, just it was well. It's it was not really. It's not really an ending. Self. You just watch like the car drive around and laps, and the Mode Seven clumsily rotates around a sprite the, around, around the brown wart well, cars. It was, it was one of those. <laughs> it was one of those games that ends up becoming a franchise just because it was at the right place, the right definitely. Time. It was yeah. definitely like the launch game did a good That's job why, of. Did cementing. I say accidental classic? Sort of. Yeah, that's that's classic. fair. Because yeah. if it came out, if it came out two years later, it probably would have been the ten star. Of... But the, but the follow ups were lovely <laughs> though, so it's allowed yeah. to be. It's allowed to be reviewed so, as a franchise. Cut to seven years later, no activity in this franchise. Talk BS? Huh? No, we're not going to talk F Zero BS, which was some Japanese only thing. It's the Teleview, the, the Saddle of View, or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and uh, just added some stuff. I don't really know because it didn't happen here. Mm-hmm. And music wise, I bet it was the same. It was. I'm pretty. I played it. It's definitely the same. All right, uh, that jumps ahead uh, seven years to. Uh, we skipped the entirety of the Super NES life cycle at that point because '91 launch day, and then nothing else. And then we get two years into the N64, so it's now 1998. Uh, very close to Ocarina of Time. Uh, Metal Gear Solid, very good time, actually, for high-quality games. Body Harvest, anyone? 98, I have argued, is the best year It's a very, history. very strong year. Uh, Quake 64, I think we can all agree, <laughs> the best version. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Banjo-Kazooie also came out that year. Where does Hybrid Heaven play? Hybrid also, Heaven. <laughs> also StarCraft. Oh yeah, oh, God, and right, Half Life, yeah. damn, and yeah. sixty four Starcraft, Ooh. yes, sixty four Starcraft. <laughs> um, but so ninety eight, we got F Zero X. Now, Ooh, that's that one I played to death. Now F Zero X was a little contentious <coughs> when it was announced. When it was announced, because uh, the bit was, this is when you know three D worlds and three D graphics and polygon counts are very important, and in sixty four, play PS one wars are very heated. So the easiest thing to do is complain about graphics or show like our game has better graphics than yours, whatever. Um, now that's thankfully pretty much completely negated. Uh, but this is back when system specs were very different, and you could not get one-to-one parity on systems very easily. Polygons and fog, lol. Lol. And sixty-four. Fog definitely. <laughs> Soundtracks being terrible. soundtracks too, because uh, you know you you, only, you had a cartridge with physical limited space. So. Tony Hawk, do you want cool Tony videos of Hawk. guys doing six skate tricks? Buy the PS version. Buy the PlayStation. Yes, <laughs> and if you want to do that to Mill and Colin, don't I? Uh, heavy, heavy metal hey. winner. <laughs> um, but yeah, F Zero X, like one. Okay, well, first the contentious part was so the graphics were. Minimalist, minimalist, but intentionally so. So the bit lack na- of fog, dude. No, that's the bit. Is I this this game actually cemented my love of I don't care what the graphics look like, if it's sixty frames a second with no mm-hmm. slowdown, with no fog and no draw distance. And I, it's been a while since I played, so I don't know exactly what the draw it, t- in my brain. It's it's absolutely astounding. Yeah, and I haven't touched it in years. So and that was the bit. The bit is okay. It's not four cars and then a bunch of drone cars clumsily moving around this track. It's Imagine tracks that are just roller coasters because yep. F Zero One was totally flat with a couple of ramps, like mm-hmm. like little hops, and that was it. F Zero X is what if we just let like Six Flags or like Disney Imagineers <laughs> just design courses for us? Was that, that at the point like it had competition from Extreme G, which 
Extreme G, I think, was out at that point, which it, did a lot it, of the corkscrews and it stuff. It did the like corkscrews, that. but it was sort of it. It was limited to me, like those crappy Hot Wheels. I'm going to shoot you through a little sort of. a little slide, but this was like upside down, like yeah. angles that had never been really done. F Zero, yeah, F Zero X is totally nuts with the course design, and uh, but but to that effect, if you look at it in screenshots, it looks pretty ugly. Like the mm-hmm. cars just look pretty basic, and you're like, "This is the new F Zero." Like that's not You're what wrong. I wanted. So when good. did Wipeout come out? Uh, Wipeout was, I think, ninety five. Ninety five. It was a launch ish game. Yeah, for Psy- Psygnosis. Yeah, yes. for PS one. But again, Saturn. So that's they own it on Saturn. yeah, and in sixty four Wipeout. Uh, wow. So that was a big thing back then when it mattered was Wipeout versus uh, F Zero, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, it's a battle. Nintendo had no idea it was fighting. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's just like play. we'll put out an F Zero whenever, and it's better. Like so, the bit <laughs> is like. Wipeout for me, it was just like music, fantastic. But again, they went down. They started to go down the licensed route with Wipeout XL, and it's like, well, yeah, you Future Sound of London and Prodigy in 1997 does sound really cool. Right. Hey, I got first place and hurt smack my bitch up. <laughs> yes. Um, I say that on VGM. Uh, that's a that's a title a of a song. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a slang term for using heroin. Is it? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. That was now that I'll was... have to edit out because that's uh, not that's sorry. not that's not appropriate. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yes. So then they get to the music. And I always felt the music at the time was it changes, it exchanges the like, you know, just video gamey fun for insane thrash, like thrash metal, like just total, (laughs) like KMFDM style guitar riffs and uh, music by uh, Taro Bondo and uh, Hajime Wakai. And uh, so Taro Bondo did uh, Mario Kart, Stunt Race FX, and apparently Mario Kart 7. Stunt Race FX. I'm on board. And Wakai was uh, Pikmin and Star Fox 64. Nice. Neither one of those games I remember for their music, but... Star uh, Fox 64 has great music. I don't think so. Pikmin... Uh, well, Pikmin had a... Uh, That's Star Fox. Star Fox Super NES, yeah, great music. Pikmin Star had Fox. a commercial that uh, had a hit Japanese song in it. But that, cool. Uh, <laughs> it, it was at the top of the Japanese chart. So the other bit with F-Zero X was that uh, there's like 30 cars now, and all of them have slightly different things, but then that introduces all these characters, and they all have these silly stories, and... But but it's like all these character designs, and then the really cool thing I loved was uh, if you beat it, yes, you unlock the X Cup, yes, which is randomly all ge- randomly generated courses. And this is how I accidentally wow, this phenomenal, is how, dude. And, and this is how like it, I kind of well I didn't break the game because the game broke itself, but like so it's one of those three, two, one, go, and everyone goes. And shoots off from the top, like the finish line, uh, the starting line at m- absurd speeds, uh-huh. and whoa, crazy corner, whoa, crazy corner, and then uh, zero out of zero is the placement I'm in, and match round is over, and the track is gone, and I'm like, <laughs> what the hell just happened? And I'm like, replay, and then okay, go again, go, like blows up all over again like what is happening so third time i just stop let every other car go forward and i see the number tick down from 30 29 20 little one and i'm like okay i know that happens when you because you can like bump people off the track there's no weapons like wipeout you're not shooting weapons that's why i like it more is it's it's pure racing like you can use physical proximity and positioning to to the series has not been easy either. to box people in, but like you can't get it's a and, tough game and shield ma- missile laser, and now I've just nuked you in the last lap and you win. It's like no, you have to be consistently precise with your racing hmm. while doing corkscrews and flying through the atmosphere. But uh, so what happened was this level designed a turn that was a complete ninety degree angle mm-hmm. that is impossible to <laughs> navigate. Now imagine a car and you come up to the corner and it's just ninety degrees down and then the track continues somewhere down there. Uh-huh. So everyone just flies off the track at maximum speed and just flies into the wherever the boundary of the level ends uh-huh. somewhere in space. Into the populace below. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thirty cars rain from above. Yes. Um, and so it's just me, and I like just drove around this level trying to figure out how to traverse this ninety degree angle, like the car, the hovercraft, like tipping over the edge and like glitching out. Like so the, grandfather pulling into a parking space. Yes, just like that. <laughs> uh, but that was very funny. F Zero X is full of cool <laughs> stuff. The X, the well, my uh, the big highlight for me was I don't know what you call the snake course that was not a track oh, but a, a tube he- where you you weren't just navigating twists and turns, you were 
going upside down and for the whole the whole thing. It yeah, wasn't it's just, just a tube. Yeah, it was it was a tube that you you were stuck to, but you could go upside down. It was it was super disorienting in the greatest way. Yeah. I loved it. And I don't I know GX did this, and I mm-hmm. so I assume X did because um, they were very they were very similar, but. Uh, you could you could get going fast enough that like you could feel the hovercraft pulling away from mm-hmm. the tube, yeah. and you can tell that like magnetic hole is not going to stay. And in GX, you can actually get going fast enough that you're you're just like whoa 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 yeah. whoa. And god damn it, it's so fun. Yeah, kids, imagine like your skateboard going all wobbly <laughs> when you bomb a hill. Like that's what it feels well, like. Get that gogurt out of your pocket. Yeah. It just flies out of your hand. Well, it's for that reason F Zero X was too fast for me. Like, it's I very cannot, fast. It was. I, I need I, I need to go back to Mario Kart 64. Like, babies. And that's babies. a fine game, but it is for Babby, and I'm the best at it. So I don't know what that says about me. But we'll do uh, three songs. But again, like uh, F-Zero X just gets rid of the video gaminess, and it really is like, so we hired a band to just go rock it out in a garage. Um, so Dream Chaser. Oh, these these names are incredible, by the way. All right. Dream Chaser is very arcadey, shredding guitars and synth. It really gives me a Castlevania Bloody Tears vibe. Uh, the Long Distance of Murder. <laughs> wow, really? Wow, I, I had that plan on Sprint. <laughs> it's like an extra pan song or something. Uh, in, uh, insane drumming and guitar. Again, all these songs are just like... Uh, and then Driving Through on Max. <laughs> uh, let me... Just, yeah, while we're here, I'll just read some of these. Uh, I'll read them when we come back. We'll do those and return.
it's so the, weird. Uh, the music is so good. Like, and it really is like, despite being on a cartridge, and you mentioned it's like a deep purple mini, a midi, midi. It totally yeah. is. Like, if you ever listen to Highway Star, that <laughs> song, like, that yeah. is. Which, again, is total Castlevania. Like, mm. that's like, so clearly that's what they were listening to. That rhythm guitar sounds like uh, the musical sequence in Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. Okay, it's a reference. <laughs> Lost and all. <laughs> Gonna have to trust you on that <laughs> one. <laughs> move along, move along. Uh, but no, that music, like, even though it's on a cartridge, like, the, the sampling that they're doing is really good. Like, it doesn't sound like crappy N64 approximation N64 of a, a guitar. Of yeah, there's a lot of just like, uh, here's the scent. It sounds like, I mean, I don't know the history of that music and how it was created, but like, it sounds like a legit song was written and then it's just turned into this N64 approximation of it. But it still sounds like. If you grew up listening to things like Dream Theater or whatever, it's like this is totally viable yeah, stuff. Like yeah. the the fidelity may not be one to, like exactly what you're looking for, but like it's not going to sound great on a on a record. Yes. But <laughs> you grew up listening to Dream Theater. That's <laughs> a very true possibility at this Come, point, Chris. It is not. Come on, yes. but they're, uh, they're, not, they're not that old. What's What's funny about it too is that I was just saying earlier. The levels on each instrument, like you can sort of hear, like this is clearly the synthesizer, this is the lead guitar, this is the bass, this is the drum. They just divide by the number of instruments because, like, <laughs> generally a producer's like lead guitar goes up front, drums, bass goes in the back, and yeah, everything. Yeah. But this, it's like everything gets equal share. So you just mm. hear this bass in the front, like, which <laughs> is really funny. Uh, yeah. So these other names of the songs, which are like amazing English. So you have Dream Chaser, as I said. <laughs> um, Fall down to the scream. <laughs> Devil's call in your heart. These are all great. Crazy call at cry. <laughs> Carly Rae Jespin, I love it. <laughs> Climb up and get the last chance. <laughs> oh man, that is amazing. All, and uh, finally, all need is thirty deaths. Wow. I want to make a fake movie montage where that's like the cold line said by the villain. All, all F Zero tracks. Climb up to the that. top. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. That bass guitar, yeah. man. It's like JRPG battle music. <laughs> yeah, really. But like PS1. Oh, Ooh. no. All right, so it's... It's so almost great. like Working Designs music. Hey, have you done an episode about Why, that? Why, yes, <laughs> the prior episode was... <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the quicker downloads. Uh, yes, Chris and Laser Time did something to... You're just a part of Laser Time. Or to facilitate Realize that. it now. Uh, no it hiding is. it. Just come over and put stuff on our site. So we, put, uh, we moved our <laughs> files over there, and it should be faster. You're hiding now. Allegedly. <laughs> we'll see. So that's F Zero X, everyone. Uh, which again, I was a big, big fan of. And but, so are we transitioning? <clears throat> we are. So here's what happened next. Uh, that was '98. So flash forward a couple years to 2001. 9/11. Uh, yeah. Just before. <laughs> so this would be like June, May or June, <laughs> the launch of GBA. Just so you it's have a context, the launch of the GBA. So this is pre last the, summer of innocence. Yes. Twin Towers are still standing. We're all playing F Zero, and Mike Grimm just chugged that steel reserve at the result of my choke. And yeah, uh, and Nickelback up. was climbing the charts. Yes. <laughs> just out of control ascension. I was at a party the other night. We actually watched a Mudvayne music video. <laughs> wow! Someone put it on the laptop. And... <laughs> So it's fresh in my mind. This era is what I'm trying to say. 2001 stain. Do let the bodies hit the floor. No, no, no. That's uh, drowning pool. Three doors. The least singer died of a heart attack. No, that's uh, no, that's not closing time. That's semi sonic. Back to me. The point is, we're old, and these bands are one hit wonders. (laughs) Worse than whoever Nickelback. Whoever talk smack about Geggy Todd. All right. All I want to do is all I want to do is to move you when I'm driving in my car. Uh, I did. I got, I got uh, Luscious Jackson's "Lady Finger" stuck in my head. Dude, dude. Lazy, yeah. Eye, yeah. Lazy Eye came yeah. on the radio like two it's weeks good, ago, man. and I was like, "I'm fine with this. Yeah, yeah. This it's, is great." But just a man walking the street. I got lady fingers, baby. That's not a bad band. <laughs> is that I you saying it on yeah, the yeah, sidewalk? Yeah, no, it's, it's me singing it out loud. <laughs> okay, like, that's uh, yeah. Lady I've got ladies' fingers. fingers. <laughs> is not what you want. Yes. Hello, officer. So, <laughs> Especially with the methadone clinic just down the street. June of 2001. Uh, yeah, so the GBA launched. And again, it was another. It was a Nintendo product launch. And with it came an F-Zero game. And that was F-Zero Maximum Velocity. Whoa. That sounds fast. Which was all right. 
Uh, <laughs> a great Stephen King movie. Um, well, compared to the so other GBA launch It was back games, to was Super good. NES style approximating the Mode 7 effect on GBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not really tied to the other games, so there was no Captain Falcon, no Samurai Goro, and things tisk, like that. Tisk. But it, it was Because still- why risk the canon of the franchise. Yeah, I don't really like that turned me off as a fan, but it's just like I just felt the courses in the game itself just wasn't as wasn't as tight, but I and I played it a lot. Like I it's and it's been 12 years since I played it or 11 years, so I don't remember it that well, but I don't remember the most of the music from it either. So what I've done is <laughs> I'm actually going to lump these GBA games together. Uh, so after after so I've got one song from that which is going to be Beacon Port. Um can I, wait, can I ask you one question? One. One. Um, what, I, I didn't know if it was X or... Are you really the Quickie Mart? The leader of the Quickie Mart? No, I, I, which which game was it that had Rob really? in it? Like in the track? Rob is... Uh, that's GX. He's in the background of one of the, club, one of the courses. No, it's, that's fine. Like, it was the first visual acknowledgement of Rob since he yeah. died was in F-Zero. Like, and yeah. now he's paraded around in Smash Brothers. Yeah. Like, ah, it's silly, right? This thing failed so hard and stupid. And... <laughs> I don't know. When yeah, I saw no. that in F-Zero, I'm like, oh my god, this yeah. is the gra- that's the well, greatest thing man. ever. Also, he wants some F-Zero trivia. Before GX, there was uh, a demo made for an F-Zero game that Nintendo did not approve. It was made by Indie Cube, one of their internal development places, yeah. and it became the little-played GameCube game Tube Slider. Oh, wow, that was Tube Slider? Yep. Mm-hmm. Started wow. as, wow. and it was one of the rare times Indie Cube got to, like, it wasn't published by Nintendo, right. Tube Slider, but they yeah. put it out. It was huh. pretty crazy. Weird. Um, so, yeah, after Maximum Velocity, uh, 2003 was GX, which again will get its own episode, because I... Don't even know where to start with GX. Like, there's you gave me the soundtrack. There's like, that's you're, let's can we narrow down what we want to use? The here level that? of effort put into that soundtrack. It's, it's Amusement immense. Vision, uh, Sega, Nintendo joint effort. Which again, uh, at the time in 2003, the notion because Sega was fresh out of the hardware. But uh, I'm not even gonna get into it now. Yeah, this is for that. Episode. <laughs> it was it was that's magic, it. and it can, can all coming together to make this game that I love to this day is like I can't I can't stress how much I love GX. Uh, so after so after did, that, a year after that, in 2004, was F-Zero GP Legend, which was based on the cartoon. The animes. And the anime. And Grimm is waving his eyebrows at I'm me. I'm wiggling my eyebrows. Uh, it's no initial D, right? Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> so... This is really good. This is amazing. This is like anime Deep Purple is what this yeah, is. Yeah, it's like if you trapped Andrew WK inside of the GameCube. You know, he did a cover song of Gundam songs. They did? Uh, Andrew WK covered Gundam songs. Wow. There's an album. I saw him live, actually, and I went to Conan. He's great. It was fun. But this song, I love. I have uh, something, The Fate of Destiny or something. The Meaning of Truth. The Meaning of Truth. Uh, this song is amazing. I've listened to this song like dozens and dozens uh, of times. But this all comes from the F-Zero anime where Captain Falcon does this infamous Falcon punch. Yes. That, I'll hold it up for you, blows up a line in the galaxy because <laughs> that's how powerful it is. And it's like classic anime because there's like oh, this yeah, secondary yeah. goon who's like no one cares, but he's like the guy that survives. Like the cool guy dies and he's like, Captain Falcon! Captain yeah. Falcon. <laughs> so this is this is Captain Falcon jump with this song playing in the background. Yes, and, this song. and he jumps out in like Blood Falcon or whatever that bad guy's name is. I can't remember his name. Red Skull. Uh Red Skull, <laughs> sure. He's the dude with the horns. His Soccer. song in GX is incredible. Mm. Um but they're like yelling at each other and he just yells Falcon Punch and blows up a hole in the As galaxy. his mask falls off, his and mask see his flies face. off. You see his face for the first time like ever. <laughs> and then this music is playing underneath. <laughs> <laughs> that guy melts. That's the guy's entire head exploding. It's not help. so. Watch the watch this galaxy explosion. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that has 5.2 million views on yes. YouTube and it has earned every one of them. Uh, so that is the it's legacy of the, the Falcon my, Punch. My yeah. girlfriend, my ex girlfriend, whatever she is now, was talking like you. you 
talk a lot about Japan. Like, I, I wish I would have grown up in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I want to be Japanese and have this be part of my everyday life instead of having but to then discover it, it way but later. But then it wouldn't be special. That is top, like, top five anime moments to me. Just that whole scene. Like, I've never seen any of that show, but that whole thing is just like, that is everything you want for an anime series. I want two just, people's... I want in a show the about most... people who race. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I want like I want like seven hundred episodes it. of build up to to boil down to one punch screamed at someone and that an it... explosion that shreds a galaxy. Sh- what else do you? What want? else do I want? Like if what? like a dog could smile somewhere in there, and, <laughs> yeah. well, like it, it it all comes back to like 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 the Toronto Raptor could slip down the stairs at the same time and be like a perfect video. Ed two oh nine falls down some stairs and just everybody goes home happy. And just man, just the notion of like it all goes back to that perfect cell thing of like he's he's strutted around like he owns the joint for like a billion episodes, yes. and then Gohan shows up and charges up, and then it all leads up to this. Kamehameha that melts him and the look in his eyes when he knows oh my god I've lost <laughs> it's all worth it in that moment and that is what that clip distills that feeling of ah yes <laughs> and uh, I have you don't have to watch a second of that show no, that no, clip, dude, and it's all there never watch the show <laughs> just just this song and that moment I just want to get to that that synth part again See, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't think people even knew that was Mike Grimm. <laughs> All right, here we go. I thought that was Tony Wayne in the Japanese Five. <laughs> For whoever does this song. Tony Wayne? <laughs> Tony Wayne in the Japanese Five. This song performed by them. Uh, so, yeah. so, so that's GP Legend, and GP Legend was a was a GBA game that was actually pretty solid. The game itself was I I played it uh, in fall of like this Chris I got it for Christmas two thousand four, and I actually really liked it. But I didn't pl- I didn't play it enough. I'll tell you that you guys are still laughing about Tony Wayne. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that, but was that racist? <laughs> eh, no, no. <laughs> Tony oh, Wing. I don't I just, want to have another Flintstones phone moment. I just GBDM. picture like Tony Clifton, but in a horrible Captain Falcon outfit. It looks just like Psy. Don't worry about it. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. My version of Tony Wang. <laughs> uh, so uh, I was going to play Sand Ocean from that, which is uh, another repeat song from uh, F Zero One, Sand Ocean. And then after that, Japan got F Zero Climax. Climax. Uh-huh. Uh, we never got that. It seemed like it was going to get ported over because it's like, why wouldn't it? F Zero's generally done pretty okay here. It can't be that. How much localization can there be yeah. for a racing yeah. game? But GP Legend, in its defense, did have actually a lot of text. So, mm. uh, and I'll do Port Town from that because again, it's just you know, there's so many of these songs that repeat. But I want to do a couple of repeat. Uh, just Port Town's the only song we're playing twice. But uh, so this is Beacon from Maximum Velocity, 2001. Uh, GP Legend, Sand Ocean. Um, again, uh, the Kinji Hakita is a composer, but so we're making fun of the, some of the names, right? Mm-hmm. The name, I would. The name of the main character in San, in GP Legend is Rick Wheeler, <laughs> with it, cool. with well, his like with his friend Lisa Brilliant. <laughs> Ugh, okay, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Wheeler. It's a Disney reference only, I'll get. And then uh, Port Town uh, is from F-Zero Climax, so we'll be right back.
So yeah, there's something that's unavoidable about GBA music, which is the, the compressed nature. Mm-hmm. Like, and even when you buy soundtracks, yeah. like legit CD albums, they still sound like that. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. So that's just something. Maybe it's just baked into the way the music's recorded. I don't know. Mm. But uh, no, I, I do like those songs. And again, you have to like picture them as flying down a racetrack. Uh, and again, all the games like look good and handle good. I uh, never played Climax, obviously, but um, GP Legend is pretty good. And to this day, like the last game the U.S. got for F Zero, um, you should import that Climax one just because, like, if you have a GBA still, those are that's hard true. For you they to do watch, they so. do work. Um, yeah. So again, the, the legacy of F Zero, like to me, like why I was such a fan and like still a fan to this day, and why like the the music's a big part of it, but it's also like just that devotion to this the speed, like. I'll get into it more with GX, but, like, the way the cars and the tracks interact and, like, the notion of, like, hitting speed boost, which uses your life versus how fast can your car regenerate that life and you'll take more damage if you're bumping into things. It's, like, you want to get to a point where you can race at maximum capability, not hit any edges, cut every corner with that perfect line, use the boost as much as you possibly can, which will drain your life. I would. I but would, but then but then also some people don't want to play it that way. So it's yeah. just like would you can you, really tailor it to how you want to like utilize your car's strengths. I would call it the most challenging first party Nintendo game that exists. Well, I think that's why it's kind of Nintendo has let it go because during the last Wii defi- stuff, uh, definitely part mm-hmm. of uh, like Miyamoto at least. Not this doesn't go for every developer or director within Nintendo, but. Miyamoto, in general, doesn't like games to ch- challenge you and punish you. Well, that are, to, are, could rewards. be perceived as inaccessible. Yeah, it, it is. He, there is a well. Here's the thing: you can play it on like normal arcade, mo- regular mode, and uh-huh. sure, but you can probably play it through to the end. But it's like a quarter of the game. Well, I mean, it's like any game that demands that much time. It's a Dark Souls or a Monster Hunter. It's like yeah. the difference is this is a racing game. It's not meant to but, just sit right, down and Mario Kart right, your right, way yeah, through. It's, but, it's like race was not easy. Well, they yeah. wouldn't make that one now easy. either. But like, I don't think. But like X and especially GX, they push speed oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. the limit and skill as far as it would go. Well, Mario Kart's got easier, but F Zero's got way harder. As way harder. Mm, and yeah. in this day and age with Nintendo games, when they like to, when if you die five times in Mario, they'll give you a thing to get you to the end of the stage. I the F zero <laughs> achievement. Do you want to take a nap? <laughs> <laughs> so if they have that in a game for for people who find Mario games too hard, mm-hmm. F zero is really not where Nintendo's at anymore. But I'd also say if Fire Emblem's managed to hang around, and it's like those games aren't simple well, either. Like, I would say Fire Emblem at least has Japanese tradition. Like right. Japan accepts that that's what that game is, so they'll keep buying it. So okay. keep getting made, but. F-Zero has no home, I think. It's I, yeah, I'm just waiting. I know there's some stuff in Nintendo Land that acknowledges F-Zero. Which... Yeah, which... Uh, when they first showed it, I thought it uh, the Captain Falcon's crazy race wasn't, I liked it. wasn't that cool, but I like it. I like it a lot. Actually. But it is... It's, it's is, it, is it goofy? Like, Well, I really... Because that's... The weird thing about the Wii U is that they tend to force you, like, you got to look at one screen or the other. Yeah. You'll not be able to look at the top screen. And I looked up the top screen once at the, my TV, by the way, my 42-inch television. Uh, you're, I'm never looking at that. I'm looking down at the gamepad and steering with that. It looks goofy up there, but down here it looks like a top-down racing game a la uh, RC Pro-Am. Except you control it with wiggling the But it works. Pad. Yeah. Let me just say that a Nintendo choosing to acknowledge something does not mean anything as a Mother 3 fan. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's true. You've been waiting how many years? Ninety five. Uh, I'm done. You will <laughs> never play it, or I mean, legally. legally. Um, so, I will never be able to pay money for it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm hoping the digital marketplaces make that less impossible. Uh, but taking us out, I want to go back to F Zero X, um, and it'll be the credits music to F Zero X, which I'm gonna go ahead and say this is the staff role. This is basically Rush meets Mega Man X. Wow. Ooh. And it's like when I was driving home, like I, we all I know could, he didn't have a dog in Mega Man X. Whoa. So I had the sound, I have this uh, actual like album soundtrack to this and I was listening to it as I drove home and driving to this music is not advisable. <laughs> uh because the slightest bit of traffic makes you just absolutely rage out because the music <laughs> the music's telling me to go. Uh so oh, like a heart barracuda. Yeah. When I hear that on the radio, like I just Oh, it's time to switch lanes a lot. <laughs> so this song came on, and I was just like, 
Yeah, I, I forgot I was listening to F Zero soundtrack, and I just was like, "Am I on a classic rock station or something?" And then I realized, "Oh wait, this is still F Zero." Uh, so that'll take us out. Um, thanks for listening. VGEmpire.com, Your comments, iTunes reviews, Whoa. all that stuff is helpful. LaserTimePodcast.com, oh, yeah. iTunes reviews, all yeah. that. Wait, CapeCrisis.com, oh, and reviews and downloads. So what podcast? Uh, what are all these shows about, gentlemen? If, on the on the rare chance someone is listening for the first uh, time, <laughs> Cape Crisis is the comic book podcast I host every week, and uh, Laser Time is the show that we're all on. That's all about everything, usually with a unifying theme related to somehow to pop culture, nostalgia, or current goings on. It's more entertaining than town. Yes, no, whatever. Yeah, just that overrides everything. <laughs> all right, I'm done. The Cheap Podcast, uh, Dave Rudden's wrestling show. We just added that. Check it out. Anything else, Henry? Comic book podcast? No, but I talked about it. All right, fair enough. All right, Michael Grimm. Uh, don't forget to visit Yerba Buena Center for the Arts, Contemporary <laughs> Art Gallery in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, we're nearing the end of the year, but uh, we'll get a couple more episodes out and then uh, probably a slight break before January. Um, but yeah, enjoy the faster downloads. Thank you, Chris. And then see you then. <laughs>